is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the first Q&A episode I have done. So I'm looking forward to continuing to do these, interacting with you guys and hearing your questions because, God, I have some really insightful listeners. And if you're listening right now, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. And I hope that I can provide some value in these Q&A episodes. So here it goes, man. Let's start this off. So first question, where would you love to visit and live for three to six months? All right, this one might not be super valuable to the listener, but I'm going to tell you guys anyway. So I would love to go someplace extremely warm for three to six months, and I'd want it to be completely off the grid. I mean, no access to internet, just me, my family, and really just like Carly, to be honest. Me and her secluded for like three, six months. No substances. I mean, marijuana, alcohol, nothing. Like I just want to be completely pure and natural and be able to meditate, you know, for those three to six months and get into a piece of my mind and body that I've never been before. And I don't know how that's going to go. I have no idea if that's a positive experience. You know, three to six months not seeing anybody and like secluded is a long time. But I would love to explore that and just see what happens and see see what I discover about myself in the solitude. Not even solitude, but like being with, you know, just my significant other. Yeah, I think I'd want to do that. And then just be able to like bring kettlebells and mace bells, get in like the best shape possible and eat all natural foods just to experience it. I don't think it's something that's sustainable for my lifestyle forever. Like I love doing modern society things, but I would love to experience what it would be like to, you know, grow up in the early, let's just say, you know, 1600s or like just not having the resources and tools, like all that technology, just very rudimentary stuff and getting by and learning how to survive. I think it'd be a valuable, really valuable experience. That will probably never happen though. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's probably what I do, whether that's like Hawaii or I don't even, I don't think I'd want to be in Florida, man. I'm not getting eaten by a gator, but yeah, like somewhere like that, maybe California. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe like Catalina, like out on an Island or something and just living, living off the land. That'd be sick. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next question. Two hobbies that aren't gym related. So that's a tough one. Like so much of what I do is gym related. The content I make, the people I see, it's a lot of my social circle is at the gym. So it's tough to like really narrow it down and look at other things because so much is just intertwined with the gym, family, everything. But if I had to had to pick two, recently I picked up longboarding. Love that. Cannot recommend enough picking up some type of activity that you have to 
learn and it takes extreme focus. There's something about getting lost in the flow of learning or trying to figure something out that is extremely beneficial to this human condition. So I've loved the experience. It's been very challenging. I've eaten shit a couple of times, but it's been a lot of fun. So I'm excited for the summer this year. Start doing more longboarding. And then second would honestly just be this stuff right here. You know, podcasting. It's completely transformed my life. And I haven't done, you know, as many episodes as I would have even liked to, right? Um, But just in those short, you know, 24 now episodes, I was so inspired, enlightened, and just overall blown away by how much knowledge I was able to gain through these conversations with people. So that's probably my second hobby that I would, you know, say that I love doing. I mean, getting in here and being able to have a conversation with an interesting person and being able to connect over things that maybe there wasn't common ground before I met this person or started this conversation or even reached out to do a podcast. But through this, through us, you know, having dialogue, we're able to connect and find things that we're both interested in. And I get to dive a little deeper into their psyche and who they are and some of their experiences. And it's been honestly the most valuable thing I've, I've done recently. So much knowledge gained and yeah, I can't recommend it enough. You know, I have a friend, I won't name any names that's thinking about doing a podcast. And I just told him like, just go for it, man. If you have this inclination to have conversations with people over anything that's valuable whatsoever, do it. You're not going to regret it. You don't know what's going to happen when you take that path. Like what other opportunities are going to come up along the way? I'll be honest. I never thought I'd be sitting here right now in this studio with a very nice mic. I got these headphones on. It sounds crystal clear. I I'm shocked. I started with like a $40 mic from Amazon that I barely even used because it was terrible quality and I was doing everything over zoom. And I, you know, I still do a couple, I have an episode coming out that will be over zoom. And I, you know, I understand the restrictions of where people live. That's how it is. But you never know where it can take you. Like you never know what your passions are going to lead you down. So just go for it. Um, yeah. So longboarding, podcasting, and really anything gym related. I would love to pick up music at some point. I did play a little bit of bass when I graduated college, but a lot of stuff going on and it just kind of fell by the wayside. It wasn't super important, but that was a lot of fun. It was cool getting lost in the music and the beat and learning how to do that. Very similar to the longboarding thing. You're like learning something new to do with your body and your fingers and rhythm. And yeah, it's cool. So uh, maybe sometime in the future, if you ask me this question, four years down the line. Next question, favorite meal ever. Honestly, dude, I don't even know. I really don't know. That's tough. I hate to say this basic ass meal, but it's it's probably my favorite. I mean, we eat it every day. 
during the week, like Monday through Friday, we're eating mixed vegetables, some type of meat. So my favorite would probably be beef or uh, turkey and then potatoes or rice, like jasmine rice. But my favorite is probably potatoes. So potatoes, like some type of mixed vegetable or even like broccoli or whatever, if it's seasoned well, like good Brussels sprouts, oh, crazy. And then, yeah, like beef or steak or something like that. It's all mixed together. I'm a big fan of like mixing foods together. But it's extremely sustainable. Makes you feel amazing. You get so much protein out of it. Quality carbohydrates. A lot of vegetables. Great for your micronutrients. So, yeah, I know. (laughs) Like people might expect this answer to be like the most satiating or not satiating, but... um, you know, tasty thing that I would want to eat, but it definitely is not that. It's going to be like what makes me feel really good and fills me up and makes me feel satiated. So yeah, that's definitely it. Um, I'll recap. I'll recap for everybody who wants to emulate this. Potatoes, mixed vegetables, and then beef. That's it. Put it all in a pan, cook it all up, mix it together. Maybe put like teriyaki sauce on it or something. If you if you're feeling crazy, put some sriracha on it. We call that the go-to. So yeah, yeah, that's probably my favorite meal ever. Number four here. Do you have any habits you're trying to be consciously aware of or break? Yeah, this one made me think for sure. Because a lot of times I think we want to adopt new habits in new ways of thinking and new patterns in our life. But we don't stop and think about the things that might be holding us back from creating those new patterns. You know, we only have 24 hours in a day and you're sleeping for seven to nine of them. That doesn't leave you too much time to do everything you want to do, including stuff that's like, you know, monotonous or whatever you want to call it. So that's a really good question. And number the the first thing I thought about was just the technology piece of it kind of, you know, going full circle with the first question. As much as I try to be philosophical and reflect on my actions, I'm still a very imperfect human being, like always a work in progress. And I have very, I have a lot of faults myself. So getting hooked on the phone, that's definitely one of mine. Like I've always been the kid to be like the zombie looking at the TV screen, whether that's commercials or whatever. I don't know what it is about the bright lights. They just lock me in and, you know, getting lost on a social media rabbit hole is definitely something that I'm susceptible to. So yeah, that's, that's one that I am really working hard to be consciously aware of. I have a post-it note up on my desk that says create more than you consume. And if I ever get in the habit of like, okay, I'm, you know, five minutes, I've been scrolling for too long. I'll just look up and look at that and be like, okay, am I actually being productive here and, you know, trying to do something? And there's not, that's not to say I can't, you know, look at entertainment or, you know, watch a UFC highlight or whatever. Um, I don't feel bad about it. I don't beat myself up over it. But it's when it gets to the point where you're unconsciously just pulling out your phone and like 
you're not even thinking about it. You're like going right to where the app is. That's bad. That's when I need to take a break. So I, yeah, I, I do a lot of things to kind of minimize that. I turn all my notifications off for social media. I don't want it to be pulling me on a string. I want it. To, I want to use it at my disposal and be able to control that. Although it's still, you know, it still grabs me for sure. I'm not, like I said, I'm not perfect. So yeah, the, the social media aspect, um, I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about here? See, this is crazy. I'm really just doing a lot of this off the dome here. Um, but yeah, so going back to, to trying to break that, um, it's really, really hard. And when I do get in that habit of unconsciously going to that spot where the app is, I will delete it. I'll just delete the app off my phone for a day, maybe a week if I'm really feeling like it. And then even on vacation, I try to delete it off my phone. So yeah, that's, that's definitely one that really, really grabs me. It's such a powerful tool and it can be used for a lot of good. Like I have learned so much information through social media, have connected with some amazing people and have been able to push out valuable content, at least to me, valuable content that I think helps people. So in that regard, I love it. I think it it's awesome. And what a great opportunity that we have in 2023. But at the same time, it's a double-edged sword. It's really bad, <laughs> bad in a lot of ways. Um, it taps into that addictive part of my brain. It drives some unconscious habits and I'm sure you know getting down that unconscious rabbit hole I'm sure it affects a lot of like little habits and actions and maybe even thoughts or perceptions I have towards other people that I'm not even thinking about that I'm just unconsciously doing so yeah that's that's definitely one of them um really anything other than that like I've always had a hard time losing stuff like this water bottle here. I, I would lose this probably in probably in like a couple months. I'll probably leave it behind somewhere. I don't know. I don't know why I'm like that, but I would love to get better at that too. And I have no idea. So if anyone has any ideas been dealing with it my whole life, I just like, leave pencils and pens behind in class. I used to do that all the time. So yeah, I would love to be more conscious of that. And then I guess maybe, you know, now that I'm just reflecting on it and thinking out loud, it might be beneficial to practice awareness even more with like, okay, this is mine here. This is my water bottle. So it's like, you're constantly just reminding yourself in your mind, like, okay, these are my items. I need to take them with me if I leave somewhere. Uh, this sounds silly saying it out loud, but anyways, yeah, that's, that's the, all the questions I'm going to do today. We're going to keep these pretty quick, rattle them off and yeah, make it for like, Hey, you're, you got a quick drive or whatever. Uh, you can listen to me just rant and be a clown. Hopefully I get a little bit better at this, but I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being supportive. And if there's anything that you would like to 
hear an answer to from Thoughts from a Balcony, go ahead and put your questions below. Once again, I appreciate you all. Wishing you the best in your endeavors and whatnot. Peace.